on the advice of their lawyers and also their doctors. Off the Perch podcast would like to inform all listeners that the opinions expressed in these recordings are solely personal and do not reflect the views of any organizations they are associated with. As such, if you are offended by any content herein, please contact Off the Perch directly and they will be addressed live on the next show. This is Off the Perch, a New York Red Bulls supporters podcast. This is it, what? Lucini pouring from the sky, let's get rich, what? The Jiki Vons and Sugar Dimes can't quit, what? Now pop the caucus in the Vega and get lit, what? Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Off the Perch. It's Steve. It's Chris. It's Pat. And uh, I'm just getting word that I received a yellow card right now. Um, you too? Yeah, yeah, I just got one. So, so both um, of you guys got one? Yes. That's why I, I thought I was the only one who got booked of, of the three oh, of us. Oh, I, good, good. I, we're all booked. Shit. I got oh. my CEO cards last week. That's why I got disconnected from the call last week. Uh-huh. Yeah. We, we we do have to be careful that we don't get yellow card accumulation, like all of us at the same time. Right. Though that would be a really good excuse for like one week that we just decide we're not going to record. Right. Right. Yeah. True. <laughs> true. Just Or just release an episode where it's just silence. Yeah. 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 Um. But no, so uh, we won, and ESC got a lot of money for the pledge drive from people that pledged per yellow card. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. uh, I guess let's get right into the game. Yeah, um, I mean, I it was I don't know how to say if it was it was lucky, yes, but in somehow d- deserve and like in in. in multiple ways it was a deserved kind of like on gold there's people i was seeing people that are like no i'm not gonna ever like like acknowledge that we won that game or that we scored that goes like well okay I, I i will we fucking won in in foxborough so like i will take i'll take like new england like kicking it off their own teammate and then bouncing it to like the goal like yeah i don't care how we get a win we got the win um but in terms of performance like all across throughout the game like there, it wasn't it wasn't a bad game I, I, like it, we weren't new england played a pretty standard game i think they, they wanted to kind of have a scrappy game it helped a great deal that that uh, for like um another week in mls uh referees just you know um don't know how to keep their fucking cards in their pocket um but I think for all, like all in all, um, like I, I don't think you can't you you can't not be proud of the performance the team put on. Like, could we have scored more goals? Yeah, I mean that's just the nature of sports. But like, for us to go up there um, and get out with a win, just like no matter how it happened, like yeah, good performance all around in my opinion. I'm sorry that um, that our new signing wins the ball in uh, <laughs> in New England's half of the field, plays a through pass between about three or four New England defenders, um, and gets it to our makes, other new signing. Makes the right decision to put a low, hard-driven cross um, across the face of goal. Uh, yeah. Like, like, like I, I'm, I'm sorry that all of our players made the right decision in, <laughs> in the situation they were in, and it ended up with a goal. It, like... 
I, I suppose that's exactly what people mean when they say we didn't deserve to win. Yeah, it was. It, it, when you look at that play, it was generated from a brilliant pass from Lucinius, Fletcher running it up, like you said, and then just driving it hard across the face of goal. And uh, Polster was just standing there and just like came off his shin and just deflected in a way that like Knighton wasn't prepared for it. And like, okay, yeah, we and got it's the goal. a classic case of making your own luck. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I mean, it was like. Other than that happening in like the 90th minute, um, I mean, we had like 34% possession. Like this is the kind of game that we wanted to play. Um, we did have attempts on goal. Like we had 12 total shots. I don't know how many of them were on goal. Um, five of them were on goal. So like it wasn't like we were just struggling all game and then like got a lucky deflection in the 90th minute. Like it was a, it was a tightly contested game. We played our game to our style um and despite like kind of uh hurdles we had to like overcome like the ref and and a pretty solid new england team we got out of there with a win which uh doesn't come that often um so yeah i i really don't know what else to say like i don't i i great to to kind of run go back and go back into this home game coming up with a win on the road Especially despite with the, with the home games like the past two weeks with, with Minnesota and Columbus, where like one was a loss, another one that was a draw that felt like a loss for us to kind of come back and get this um, this win after the international break was was good. Yeah, that was a it was a very hard fought, fought early in the season game. Yes, like I would expect this in like September, <laughs> but not you know fifth game in the season. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so like it was it was fun to watch. Like it was it was it was a good time. Yes. Um Coronel had an, another amazing game. His first not his is that his first clean sheet of the year? Yeah. It is, right? Yeah. His first clean sheet of the year. Um had an, a couple of great saves. Um there were a couple of dicey moments for us. Not like like we're not going to I'm not going to like omit that. Um but kind of Coronel was there to kind of keep everything under control. Um I don't know, like, like you say, Pat. Like it, it, it's weird to say it when we lost, but we won. But like, these refs this season are in this weird, like they're. I don't know what what kind of directive they're getting, but like, it's it's almost to like this insane degree where like they're giving up cards for and like calling fouls for just the most ridiculous things. Yeah, I mean, it's it, like it, it's definitely the kind of thing that. Uh, in in a match like this, I actually think was less consequential, despite the fact that we go down to ten players. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, the way that both teams were set up kind of encouraged a pretty cagey um, uh, midfield battle, where not too many chances were going to be created. Um, and 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 sure enough, that is that is what we saw. I mean, aside from just to briefly commend the way that once again the way that we set up defensively. Aside from that one chance that Legit, I think, had maybe 10 minutes from time uh, from close range, don't recall New England really having any any clear opportunities to score. Um, uh, but because, I mean, yeah, I mean, get back to the main point, because the, the match itself was sort of so, so cagey and, and balanced on a thread, in a way... Uh, 
the 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 appalling um short-tempered refereeing is a little bit more forgivable of course mm -hmm. it's not forgivable if we don't come away with the win and it's still extremely irritating that amaya is going to miss the next game despite um i don't know i mean I haven't. I haven't a seen pretty it. clean tackle. Yeah, it's a, it was a like, it was a pretty clean tackle. Like even the replays that you see after, it's not. It doesn't justify a, a second yellow. He it was mostly ball. I I don't know. I mean, the only thing you can say is like he's he's stopping a counterattack. I mean, I, I haven't seen a good angle, but if people are saying he won the ball, then that's the end of discussion. So. Um, yeah, I, I mean, know. Aaron Long even went ran up to the ref during the game and just like give him a straight red so you can at least review what you're calling because like. <laughs> You can't review yellows, so like just give them a straight red, so then you can at least like go to VAR, see what you're calling, and seeing like, oh wait, that looked clean, and I'm not, I'm gonna rescind it. Um, but it's, it's, I don't know. Yeah, we got three yellow cards in the span of like ten minutes. Um, kudos to to Struber because because Yearwood got a card in the 44th minute, and then um, kept him in the game the rest of the way, which Yearwood ten has a has a slight tendency to kind of get too aggressive sometimes um that and it leads to to to, to yellows um so for Struber to put the con like to to be confident enough to say like no like we, i want him on the field for the rest of the game um and i trust him to 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 not to avoid getting into into further trouble um kudos to kudos to just to, to Struber and to your and to, to drew to just kind of keep a level head yep. despite just the 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 kind of overall lunacy of of the refereeing decisions what was Amaya's first yellow? Was that? Uh, the f it was in the thirty third. I don't remember what it was for. The, it, it was the, a it was a foul. It, uh -huh. Like it was like a like a like a egregious like I don't even remember now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was like Amaya in the thirty third, Barlow in the thirty fifth. I don't remember what Barlow did. And then Barlow he, was descent. Oh, descent. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're one in the in the forty fourth. Um. Yeah, uh, then going, like, that was, the first half was mostly just going back and forth. Um, just a kind of back and forth battle between, between the teams. In the second half, we, we subbed in um, CCJ for Barlow um, and Lucinius for Omir, um, which, and then Frankie got red carded in the 73rd minute. Um, and then Fletcher came in in the 78th, and, 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 like you said, like there's the legit chance that was pretty close, but Colonel stopped it. Um, but I, 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 besides that, I never really kind of felt uh, an overall sense of like feeling like, oh man, they have our number and this is not good. And we're just fighting, we're just like our back is against the, the wall. It was more just like a good back and forth between two teams. Um, until the, until the goal in the 90th. And then, and then we just just like, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. Um, which led to like Struber and his assistant getting yellows. Bruce Arena got a yellow for like saying, telling the ref that he's doing a shit fucking job or something like that. Like, there's a video of there's a video of like if of, if you can read his lips, he he says something along those lines, and it's just like you know, kind of deserve it. Um, the ref, I mean, for Bruce telling the ref yeah, that because I mean, he's, he's right, I guess. Yeah, yeah, maybe kind of altered up, but. <laughs> Uh, and then Buxa. it would have been like I'm, I'm kind of disappointed that no one synced up the deflection going into goal and then immediately cutting to Bruce in the CCL <laughs> game going what the fuck was that <laughs> oh that's a good that's a good clip yeah 
Um, and, and then the, the game ended with Buxa getting back-to-back yellows in the 90, like the 92nd minute and the 93rd minute. So it finished 10 v 10. I keep forgetting that we, we won that game down, down to 10 men. Um, I remembered yesterday and I was like, oh yeah. And then when you mentioned it again, Pat, I was just like, oh yeah. Um, but yeah, gutsy win. That, yeah. I mean, it, it, it says a lot about the, the amount of space that both Amaya and Yearwood can cover that like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'll be the first to admit that as I was working on the drums, uh, and haven't done my homework and rewatched the game midweek, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't really know what happened for most of that game, um, especially the second half. But uh, it, it it certainly didn't seem like we we lost our shape and and were giving away too much space in the midfield, which with eleven men was a lot of a problem last year. Um, so I think a situation like that speaks not only to the maturity of the team, but also like the the progress that has been made tactically that mm. um, the players are pretty noticeably able to keep their shape so much better when we're not in possession. Yeah. Um, and also Struber after my going, going out, um, didn't, didn't bunker, like didn't bunker down. Mm-hmm. Um, he brought in Fletcher. He did sub out. Um, so he subbed out Morgan and Klamala for, for Fletcher and Nealis, but it wasn't a full, like kind of defensive, like hardening. So like it, it, it allows some flexibility where he's like, I, Almost with like a sense where he was just like, I, st- I still want to try to play for for a result here, um, and and we got one. But but kudos to Struber there as well to to kind of just like not um, panic going down ten men and just kind of fully bunkering and just kind of start, like playing for the draw and and seeing if we can we can eke out a win and we did, um, which like yeah, awesome awesome stuff, great 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 results and like early in the season it's like one of those results where you can look at back at um in september and october to be like hey that this is like one of these like results that that'll kind of um positively influence like where we are in the standings how we look at the season things like that so a good result um i didn't prepare three stars but I, we're gonna do three stars because we won actually i can do three stars real quick i'll do my three stars first we haven't done something we haven't done it in a few weeks so we won so we should do them um yeah. So my third star is going to go to uh, Yearwood um, for what I mentioned earlier, where um, he had a good game out there, um, even after Amaya going out, um, kind of still maintained composure and, and was still like a, a pretty influential figure out there in, in midfield. Um, so kudos to him. Um, he's my third star. My second star is going to go to uh, Fletcher for the... I'm going to credit him for the goal. Uh <laughs> Um, cause like him just, it, it, like we said, like Lucini is making the pass, which was a very, it was a great pass, but Fletcher's still like not giving up them playing, seeing no one kind of make a run up the field and still just hoofing it into the, into the center, like into the box. Um, it's just like, Hey, like, yeah, just, just see what happens. And, and, and then ended up being positive for us. Um, and my first star is going to go to Cornell for getting the clean sheet and, uh, uh, you know, making some solid saves uh, in some dicey situations. So uh, it is to him for, for his first clean sheet of the season. Um, I'll go second. Um, I gave my third start along. Okay. Um, the back line has just been 
amazing this yeah. year. And he's been an absolute rock. And I was actually looking at the uh, um, injury report for this game this weekend and saw Reyes's name on the on the list and went, oh, that's right. Still plays <laughs> for us. Yeah. Like, I have completely forgotten he exists. Um, <laughs> which I guess is exactly what you want from your backline. Um, you want to forget who isn't on the field. Yeah. Um, and then second star Fletcher, first star Cornell. Gotcha. All right. Uh, I've got some some different ones. Uh, my okay. third star is uh, Frankie Amaya um, for being a martyr in the 2022 season uh, <laughs> war against uh, PRO. Uh, and which who was who even refereeing the games? Like probably some other scrub we've never heard of. It's anyway, um, some v, Victor Rivas. It's I don't know. Like it feels like all the referees that we knew for the, the past ten years just decided to collectively be like we're out. And, yeah. and then like yeah, pro- they, they they all took like COVID buyout packages. Yeah. <laughs> They're like yeah. we're done. Yeah, this this feels like playing FIFA before they started licensing referees, and they just had a bunch of like random computer generated names yeah we have regen um, refs now yeah uh fucking scabs do you believe it <laughs> uh, um so he's he's the third star uh for that um wasn't done justice in the mm. uh in the review as well uh second star goes to fletcher because uh i mean it, like i think and, and and second and first star will kind of be the same thing with this but over the years, there's been so much annoying chatter online using the term difference maker. But if, I mean, if, if you need a game, that's an example of, you know, a match being decided by difference makers, uh, this would certainly be a good one to look at where you, again, you have Fletcher who does everything he's supposed to and puts, puts in what actually is quite a, a, a dangerous ball and that the, the comedy of the own goal makes it kind of takes away from from uh how well he does in that mm-hmm. situation um also not giving him a star but like credit to Caceres for making that late run into the box um to to give some to give uh Fletcher someone to aim at mm-hmm. um, and then the first star goes to Lucinas who I think every single minute um he's played this season he has brought an injection of pace and um uh a quality on the ball that we don't really see from anyone else on the team and and again like he's the one who who springs the whole play into life so in a game where there was very little between the two teams and it came down to one moment um he's the one who who uh who's largely responsible for it so he gets the first star yeah um, one thing I'll mention before we move on, uh, this game was a return to the formation where we had um, two forwards up top. So Barlow and Klamala started um, and it didn't bear fruit in the same way that like it did against Toronto because for one, Toronto is bad and New England is, um, despite their record, is still a pretty solid squad. Um, but um, I, I like seeing the the kind of dual striker return because it, it, I think for us it works better in a sense that it just gives us more flexibility um, for them to play off of each other as opposed to just the, the lone striker kind of sometimes being on an island and and not really knowing what to do when 
he's waiting for a run or trying to get past a few defenders and not really getting anything out of uh, out of a possession. Um, so hopefully we stick to that dual forward formation going forward. Um, I really hope so yeah. it's Fletcher this week. I do too. I, I would hope it's yeah. Fletcher, and 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 I really do hope that that we finally get a a Lucinia start. Um, yeah. But before we get ahead of ourselves in that regard, um, there wasn't really much in terms of news. The only the only kind of semi relatable news that I wanted to mention was just um, the U.S. Open Cup um, is kicking, just started again um, in this past week. Um, a few scores to bring uh, to attention just because it's it's these are all potential opponents for us um, in the round that we enter. Um, the first result was that uh, FC Motown um, beat AC Syracuse Pulse. Uh, I think that was uh, yesterday. one nothing uh, after extra time. Uh, then today, uh, Rochester, New York FC beat uh, the Lansdowne Boys FC one nothing. Yeah, so unfortunate. Um, F's in the chat for uh, for Murph. Uh, and then today, uh, oh sorry, not today. Uh, earlier this evening, um, Hartford beat Oyster Bay United FC three uh, one. Uh, so these are all uh, potential opponents for us in the next round. I don't know if there's another round before. Nope. So no, we play, so the draw is on Friday, okay. tomorrow, and then we play either the nineteenth, twentieth, or twenty-first against a lower league team. Got it. Okay. So yeah, so those are one; those are one of the three uh, possible. We'll probably get end up getting one of those three um, winners to play against next round, um, and we'll find that out tomorrow. Um, that's the only real news. Um, no other things of note, so we'll just jump right into um the game on Saturday uh against uh Club de Foot Montreal. Uh they are a club a foot club team. Uh they like feet, I don't know. Um they are currently in 13th place in the Eastern Conference. They are uh Three points out of the bottom. Uh, Miami holds that proudly with only one point. Uh, they have <laughs> w- one win, one draw, three losses. Uh, their last result was a... Oh, yeah, that was the win against Cincinnati. They won it 4-3 after being down like... I think it was 2-1 or something like that. It was a crazy game. Like I think I was following the score along when we were on the bus. Um so they got their their first win of the season against Cincinnati, which you know that's Cincinnati likes to do that for people. Um, I don't know, like Montreal at at home um, should be a fairly fairly straightforward three points for us. Like I, I say that, even though we've kind of had these weird results at home with Minnesota um, and Columbus. Um, but what are you guys thinking? How do you guys feel for the game on Saturday against Montreal? Uh, where unfortunately Amaya will not be playing because of, of uh, the red card he got um, against New England. So we'll have to kind of figure that out. I, I feel like we could win this like 3 now. I, I, like I, I, I don't see why not. I don't, I don't see how that's a, you know, it's not outlandish a tall, yeah. prediction. <laughs> um, it's not a tall ask. No. No, I, the the team is, you know, 
I don't want to say that the team was sputtering in the back-to-back home games. Mm. Um, I think they were figuring themselves out. Um, so I, I, I think I think they can keep the momentum going from last week against New England and finally get a home win. That'd be nice. I'm I'm sorry. I'm looking at the the, the people that started the last game for them. Um, and my eyes are currently freaking out because Kai Kamara still uh, plays in this league <laughs> and plays for Montreal. Um, so yeah, watch out for 82-year-old Kai Kamara out there. Um, they also, in all seriousness, you, you also had, I think Romel Kyoto um, um, is also on the roster. He didn't start last game. Not sure why. I don't know if he's injured or not. Um, so they have offensive threats. More, more, more. I'm saying that more for Kyoto as opposed to Kai Kamara, even though maybe Kai Kamara still has magic. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, but given that our defense has played so uh, has played so stout and so solid th- this season, um, with the goals that we've given up being kind of, uh, I don't know. It, it might be disingenuous to say fluky, but like it, they weren't large. They weren't kind of at fault for most of them. Could they have stopped some of them? Sure, but for for most of the games that we're in, the defense has has been very solid. Um, so yeah, I, I can totally see us winning this game like two nothing, three nothing. Um, I'm gonna say three nothing, um, but I, I I just don't think we should look at this game and, and don't play down don't play down to the opponent. Just you know play our style and just kind of overrun them. Um, which is what we can do against a, a team like this. They're not very good. Yeah, like I, I, I would happily, you know, defeat the Canadian teams by multiple goals every game and be the de facto Amway Cup champions. Like, like this could be fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, we can get the, I think if we win this, we get the, uh, the Canadian championship. Um, which I don't know if you guys saw, but I think it's in June they are um, playing the 2020 Canadian Challenge Cup final. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not kidding. Wow. No shot. They're going to, they're going, I will look this up, 2020 Canadian Championship. Let's yeah. see if that works. Yep. yep. June, June 4th, 2020. That's what it's called. Uh, it is are between they the whole yep. thing? June 4th. Nope, they are just playing <laughs> One Toronto leg. FC versus, versus Forge FC in Hamilton. Oh my god! And that's it. That's... <laughs> so then do they have to go to the 2021 like after this? I, yeah, <laughs> I think I, I no, I think they they have to replay CCL. <laughs> <laughs> just gets reset. Everything is this, this, yeah. Oh wow, my god. Not kidding. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh no! So wait, the 2021 Canadian Championship actually happened. That Montreal yeah. won, and that's yeah. how they got into the CCL. What? Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, yep. Yep. This is so stupid. This yep. is so dumb. <laughs> and then the 2022 Championship starts in May. Okay. Cool. Right. So right. why aren't we in this if they haven't played it yet? What's the big deal? <laughs> Just put us in. <laughs> Whatever. So weird. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, it would be, you know, how, I mean, even for people in England who don't really respect the league cup, um, a lot, you know, like, uh, it's, you there's, dare there's insult, nothing is wrong this still with the having a tournament cup? that ends in like February where you say like, 
like like it's a chance for a team to get a piece of silverware to spur them on for the rest of the season. That that will be this for us. Win the <laughs> win the 2020 Canadian Championship in in June, and then we'll be set for uh, for the Shield run and and playoffs. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I mean, uh, when the 2020 Canadian Championship in 2022 right. to propel ourselves to the 2022 Supporter Shield, right, which will then land us a spot in the 2023 Concacaf Champions League. Yes. Um, I mean, it's time. What the fuck? I mean, or more I, just Canada. What the fuck? Just like, what are you people doing? I, I will say, say I'm, I'm trying to channel as much, as much, uh, cosmic energy from 2018 into this season as possible. And mm. I do remember, uh, listening to this, this podcast before I was hired by the, the podcast super league network. Mm. Um, that uh, you guys described every single... Once we started being good, you guys started saying that every home game against a shit team was, was a trap game. Um, so <laughs> I'm, I'm approaching this, this Montreal game as, um, as one of those, I think. I think this is another ugly 1-1 one, one, um, where we don't play very well and play down to the level of our opponents, all the cliches, um, and uh, give up give up uh, a really janky goal um uh, okay that that's, I respect this. that's what's what's hopefully uh totally not going to happen i yes yeah gotcha understood i heard nothing um yeah uh the only other thing to kind of possibly just worry about is like what do you think we're going to see in midfield with myagon do you, do we see like a, a midfield of of uh, uh, Yearwood Edelman, or who do you think starts in place of uh, of Amaya? Some people, I, I think, I thought there was some. I saw, saw some rumblings where people were just saying, like, just have like Edwards start there. But I maybe I was misread it. But like, can, was there a game? Can Dylan Nealis play there? Is that a thing? I, just, I don't. I yeah it's yeah gonna be... i mean i think in all seriousness like you're playing against a team who's not very good there's no reason why i mean i i like i i guess the the the, the first player i would throw in there probably is edelman because that actually is more of his natural position mm -hmm. um, and uh he certainly didn't look out of place in the minutes that he got against Sa uh, san jose um uh and being next to Yearwood, I, I mean, I, I don't think that we'll be overly reliant on him to to cover that space in front of the back line as well. Um, if not him, maybe I mean CCJ Cosserus, who yeah. again, like, never has really found um, a real position to st to stick to, but but it, it is is a little bit of like a, a shitty renaissance man as a midfielder and can kind of do a little bit of it all while being flawed no matter where he plays. Um, again, I, I think overthinking where you're going to put Amaya or where you're going to, who you're going to put to replace Amaya, who has been brilliant, uh, but against, again, not a very good team. 
Yeah. Um, like we're fortunate this is coming at a point where like yeah. like it's not against like a a kind of like a a spot. We're not competing. This is like not a six pointer essentially. Like no. it is, but it's not. Like yeah. it's like it, this is there's at the bottom of the table right now. No, it's not ideal, but this is about as good of a game yeah. as you could pick for um uh a, you know, an important player to be suspended for. Yeah, yeah. Um okay. So, Steve, you're saying three nothing. Uh, I'm going to say three nothing. Pat, you're going with the Trap the one an, another one one janky shitty uh, draw that feels like a loss. Um, okay. Um, well, let's see. Was there anything else I wanted to talk about in terms of Montreal? If not, we can just move on to question singular question time. No one sends us questions because I don't send out the tweet in time. Um, the only question, and I don't even know if like, as a member of the Greenpoint Ultras, I can't really answer this question. You have to go to the, directly to the, to the people you're asking us about, uh, is Torcida 96, the new GSU? I don't know. I, I can't answer it. Um, because you should, you should ask them. Yeah, go They're on, the, they're on the socials. They're on the Twitters and the they, Instagrams. They are. And they're very happy to explain who they are what they are and what they stand for and i i don't i don't want to speak on behalf of another club the same way i wouldn't want anybody to speak on behalf of esc so i will direct that to them yep and as a member of the greenpoint ultras i again i have no no like to stand on here right yep um that was the only question and honestly yeah, I got to send out the tweets earlier and just on a more consistent clip, just like pester people for questions. I feel like I feel like I'm like the teacher in front of the class and just like like have to like force people to like answer questions or ask questions in this sense, in this in this point. Um, so uh, there's a quiz next week. Uh, I'm not going to tell you when, but I will because I need you guys to ask fucking questions. Um, so that'll do it for us this week. Uh, I, I sorry if I, I sound like a little low energy. I've been battling kind of like a cold flu, not COVID, thankfully. Um, so uh, hopefully next week I'm a little bit more energetic. And you know uh, what it is, it's all those all those seltzers that we're forced to drink. I didn't drink any of the seltzers. I oh, drank my cut waters. Oh, I drank. All oh, right. And you you drank those seltzers. Yeah. Yep. 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 No, I drank cut waters with, uh, and then I had a few Modellas, which was which was good. It was a good balance. I I, I made it to the game. Which, you know, um, yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> uh, what were you going to say? No, 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 nothing. nothing. Okay, it was just good. something about how two of the three of us have missed a New England game because of alcohol poisoning. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, so guys, we'll see you guys next week. Who do we play uh, next week? Dallas. Uh, Dallas. Oh, Dallas. Yes. Okay. Lovely. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see you guys next week. We'll talk about the result, uh, against Montreal, and then we'll talk about off our predictions and thoughts for the game against Dallas. Uh, until then we'll see you guys later. Bye. See ya. See ya. Peace.